0: Is it going? We rolling. That's it. I'm Howie Mandel. This is Howie Mandel does stuff.
1: I'm Jacqueline Schultz, your co-host and your daughter.
0: And Lou, yes, you are. Did you notice the difference in the theme song this time? (laughs) We added a triangle. Oh, um, to the uh, to the music. It needed more. Lou, uh, things good? Uh, you know, uh, let me
2: just say this: I bruised a rib. Yours? I bruised my rib. Now, I bruised my rib because I had to climb a, on the top of a nine-foot ladder, and when I got to the very top of the ladder, the top rung of this fifteen-foot ladder, I I was trying to reach something beyond my grasp, and on the this 24-foot ladder that I was on, I leaned over mm-hmm. at 44-foot ladder. I leaned over to grab it, and I bruised my rib. And it hurts terribly. I can't do this. Wow,
0: oh, okay. And, uh, Jackie, everything okay with you?
1: Everything's good. I'm happy to be back. We took a break last week.
0: Uh, they don't know that. I self-medicated. You
1: said, you s- I know they don't know that because we still put out...
0: You always, videos. that's the beauty no matter what happens, my daughter always puts out. And that's <laughs> dad, a podcast, let me finish. I don't feel
1: like dad should say that.
0: They shouldn't. <laughs> no. And I'm, I wanna also mention that you're wearing a shirt today, who is my favorite shirt, you're wearing it. She's wearing a comedy store hoodie that when I moved here and I had absolutely no money, Mitzi Shore, the owner of the comedy store, gave me one of their sweatsuits because I, I couldn't even buy clothes. And I was 24 years old when I got that. I'm now 66. That hoodie that you're wearing now as a 37 year old young lady is 42. 42.
1: Can I just say you are really tiny? Because this is even small on me.
0: Okay. So I've grown. (laughs) So I'm self
2: medicating. I'm taking uh, both uh, (laughs) cocaine and heroin, Uh right? For the pain,
0: for the 40 foot ladder.
1: I'm glad to be back, oh, like I said.
2: I'm going to be in Vegas. I don't know if I mentioned this. I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Tropicana uh, Laugh Factory. I'm going to be there March 28th through April 3rd, and, and it includes the 1st of April. And on April 1st, that day, I'm going to give away $42.
0: Wow, that's exciting. So uh, get your uh, tickets now and show up. Also, speaking of comedy... Mm -hmm. and the comedy store shirt you're wearing and Mm -hmm. the fact that Lou's gonna be at the Tropicana, we have a comedy superstar on the podcast today.
1: I'm so excited. Theo
0: Vaughn. Yes. Who I love and adore. Theo Vaughn would have been here right at the beginning of the thing, but I, uh, because I am who I am, everybody gets tested uh, before they come into the studio. So I know he is in the building and he is being tested. Uh, It's an oral exam and they ask him questions, <laughs> and if he passes, then he can come in and be on the show. No, he's getting a, your friend from uh, your best life nursing home.
1: My friend from high school.
0: Yeah, she's a nurse, your best life, YBL. Mm-hmm. She does all our tests every week. They don't mm-hmm. even pay for this ad, but I'm letting them because they do a great job.
1: And because she's my friend.
0: And because she's your friend. But the, the thing is that uh, we it has become the norm when you go do a show to just have a stranger stick a stick up your nose. I'll be at the <laughs> show, like he's here. He would normally, if this was two years ago, he would be on the show and we'd be talking in in an in-depth conversation. But because it is what it is, he's standing in the parking lot with your friend jamming sticks up his nose.
1: Did I tell you that people, (laughs) Natasha, the nurse, my friend that does the sticks up the nose, she's been getting phone calls from people from this show.
0: I know we played one.
1: Did we play it? Didn't we play
0: one where the guy said he was sick? we did play that caroline
1: yeah we played it it's like deep in my files but he basically called and said he was feeling better yeah so Natasha. is that
0: are those the calls you're talking about
1: yeah no but I it's think not like we're
0: not really drumming up business
1: no, no 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 it's not no one's calling her for business no they're, they're just, just calling, calling her a nurse to talk to, to, to chat the,
0: <laughs> to chat there's a lot of we noticed that a lot of our our followers and the people who have subscribed and the people who listen are just lonely people who, when we're not, uh, you know, on the air, look for people to talk to. Speaking of subscribing, merch is doing good. The Do Stuff mugs are flying off the shelf. Nice. nice. Yeah, and the Lou t-shirts and the I saw that now and, Now and you can Etsy get them. your Etsy store is doing well. Go ahead. Now you can get what?
1: You can get them on YouTube straight from the YouTube channel, right? That's brand new. Is it? Yeah.
0: We've also, I- I've noticed that, and also I want to mention that on uh that you can uh, not only listen to us and watch us and subscribe to us. And I've said this before and nobody's doing it. You know, you could partake in the sense that if you want to send us a funny tape or recording or a request for us to do a prank call or do something, have we gotten any, anything, Caroline? i i every week I say this.
1: Yeah, I've been going through it, and there's really been nothing lately. So like, we need people to wait, 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 wait.
0: Really going through it?
1: Yeah, like I. (laughs) But how can
0: you really go through nothing?
1: So I'm going through it, and a lot of it is just a lot of people like basically asking us for stuff
0: or read some of those. Just give me, don't even curate it. Just pull it up. I just want to see what we're asked for. Okay, let's see, let's see. I would like to interact with the audience before Theo gets here. We're going to find out. Hopefully he's negative and he can come in. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Uh, I got one of the people, one of my many followers uh, created a meme of one of the lines that I tweeted Mm -hmm. and I don't know what to
0: do with it because I don't know what a meme is. Okay. Uh, You want to know what a meme means? What does it mean? It's like a gif. Oh, no. anyway. thank you. No, no, it's not. It's a picture with a funny saying on it. Yes, the, my saying, but what do I do with it? Oh, you post they, it. They sell it as an NFT. Howie, you are missing <laughs> a great opportunity. New show featuring contestants from AGT and Idol that didn't win but have great talent. Think Ed Sullivan. I miss past contestants that seem to vanish. You show could keep their dream alive and would be in an immediate audience. Thanks for maybe considering this, Dave. It's a good idea. People who were on two other, one show I'm not on, Idol, and the other show, <laughs> and, and what an opportunity for them to say, you didn't win, you lost the show, but uh, you can be on my podcast. <laughs> and it would just keep their dream alive. You know, you think your dream is dead, you could be on a podcast. That's, thank you, Dave. Here's this. Uh, while you were on stage in Michigan, I was wondering if you still had it. <laughs> Thanks, that's right. From- I
1: gave you a custom Bobby Pez dispenser. Oh, right. oh I so thought, thought he was talking
0: about my talent. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought he was watching the show and wondering, does he still have it? I mean, is this good? Is this worth doing. watching? I, I missed the beginning. Yeah. He gave me a custom Pez dispenser in Michigan. Uh yeah, I have it. <laughs>
2: okay, I don't, I don't know.
0: It, I don't know you it. you still, got it. still got it. still got it. Still got the Pez dispenser. In fact, uh, I gave it to my wife for a Valentine's Day. So, I don't even know. I so we done.
1: are getting a lot of submissions, right? But you're,
0: you're not, you, this is the first time, Carolina, I had to wait to ask you to put this up. Here's a message. <laughs> 29 plus 11 plus 19 plus 55 is 114. Only I know, lift it up so I can read the things. Only I know war is behind these numbers, dear sewer, Mandel, but it's a big secret of your life. Thank you.
1: Look for four numbers from four corners.
0: I don't know if we're giving out some sort of code and there's going to be so. Are we I have no idea what I that is. There's so
1: many numbers. That's it's Jan. from Jan.
0: It's from Jan. Jan's got a lot of time on her hand and a she lot says of numbers. She she knows in her. all about you. I like I don't numbers. know what those numbers are, Jan, but They're, thank you. It's, please contact me. It's very important, she says. <laughs> from
1: Jan.
0: Do we have a phone number? <laughs> She's got well, Can we call Jan?
1: I don't know if you want to contact Jan. Probably yes. Yeah, she
0: gave numbers. us all the numbers but her phone number. So how do we contact her? <laughs> all right, let's go. Give me another one. Here Before Theo gets here. Oh, hi. This is from Destinial wine. Destiny wine. Um, hi, I'm wondering if it's possible to get a video shout out for my husband Peter's birthday. He'd love it. No, no, <laughs> totally impossible. We do not do. Uh, I do most. I will do uh, happy birthday shout outs, but not to Peter.
1: Well, you never I, do cameo.
0: Uh, no. Uh, the people uh, that I'm on OnlyFans, and those people say, don't mix it up. Stay uh-huh. with one platform. Uh, Dear Mr. Mandela, I was very curious to know, did your grandfather Samuel live on 20 Dundurn Crescent off of Winona Drive? <laughs> in Toronto. <laughs> Let me, in Toronto in the 1950s, as we lived around the corner on 303 Winona. And my father and myself would take walks with your grandparents to synagogue on St. Clair and Winona. And one day I remember saying hello to you in the early 60s as a child. Thank you and good luck in the future. Wow. That was Sheldon, who is obviously a Jew, who was walking with strangers, because I don't know, I don't have a grandfather named Samuel that lived there. So you were walking with a guy, he's probably, his name probably wasn't Samuel, he probably wasn't Jewish and he didn't know me. What a horrible childhood you had walking to synagogue. You with, didn't
1: have a grandfather named Samuel?
0: No. No. No and and i love how specific he is <laughs> this guy Round the corner we were round the corner we, we, we would you. walk with a stranger in the and 60s. in 1960s when i wasn't known at all how would you know to even know that it was my grandfather <laughs> i was a five-year-old kid that was told. That, here's another one mr mandel i spent my favorite years at your stand-up formative. special formative years
1: rolling on the floor laughing my ass off that's the acronym mm. uh, yeah.
0: r-o-t-f-l-m-o R- R- T- F- L- M- uh, specials. Their formative <laughs> years at my stand-up specials. Can you imagine, as you're growing and becoming the person you become, their whole? It's just at at comedy specials. I think it's just great. Not at home, not at school, not with friends. Anyway, uh, particularly the Great American Watusi Tour and Howie from Maui. I, I guess that, that explains why I'm so messed up. Oh,
3: <laughs> I managed
0: to find. <laughs> I managed to find and purchase your first stand-up special on DVD, but now I am Jonesen like a fiend to get both of those previous masterpieces on any media possible, but it's uh, it's next to impossible. I would obviously prefer them on the high, oh, it went like, can you do this? And now he's ordering specifics. I would okay. obviously- He wants a 4K. On the highest quality media, but I am desperate and have been trying to find them on VHS so I can have them converted over to digital for posterity and repeated enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> for posterity and repeated enjoyment, I would masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to think how the quality of tape has degraded over the years. You know, ever since Radio Shack closed, these people have been really in for time. Is he negative yet? Do you see Theo? Is he in the room? He is in the room. Oh, he's there. There he is. There he is. Uh, the- you're hey,
1: negative. see good you,
3: bro. See yeah. see- can- Get
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> A hug a hug it's a long hug oh you it's do a, hugs but it's like oh, oh my god it's like too long oh. he's hugging lou for those that are just listening he has a, and bruised he has a rib he's a, he bruised his rib he
3: did
0: yeah I with the, on, the last guy that hugged him I was on a first of all on his theo vaughn is in the room good
3: to see you guys good to Hey see man see you.
0: thank you for having me it's nice in here it is nice in here but thank you but yeah, you're
2: I'm hilarious you theo i watched a part of your special the other day and <laughs> just a the
0: part there. just a part not the whole thing well, it was just too much. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> That's Blue, I, as
2: much as people watching. Anyway. I was busy. I was busy. Look, yeah, which special? All... The latest one? The one where he said that your your you were your granddad is
0: a hundred and two or something? Oh, I didn't. That my, I don't think that was me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So you watch part what? of somebody else's special just because you knew he was coming on the show today <laughs> oh. and you wanted to be semi-prepared.
3: Isn't that you? Something about you having a- uh,
0: Oh, my dad was real. My dad was 70 when I was born. 70 when he yeah. was born, yeah. And you took it to mean uh, that his, 30, grand, your his grandfather's, 102. grandfather's 102. Well, grandfathers are usually 70. <laughs> yeah. But he talked about his father being born. He has a, a the know. funniest special. Check out Theo Vaughn on Netflix. One you of know. my favorite things, you know the, tru- the, the thing is with, with uh, Theo's comedy, and I got to know Theo uh it's been about 10 years now has it Yeah and it's been a gift man I want to say that Do you want to return it? Huh? No no no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to re-gift it? No. Do you, you want me to be, be friends knowing with somebody you has else? been a gift I'm saying. You know it was actually I never told you this but when I heard uh, when I we started working together I was going through a little bit of a tough time just professionally at the time so I don't know if you noticed I was a little on edge but I we got uh Theo I produced a show called "Deal with It," which was on TBS right. for three yeah. years, and Theo uh, was, was the your host. Co-host host. Co-host, he was the host. Okay, yeah, I wasn't hosting; I was behind the he scenes. He
1: had some co-hosts, like my brother, right?
0: Mm. He and and with Heidi my brother. Klum, yeah, Heidi Klum, and but when I started, the, and I was ha- I was fighting with uh, uh, other people in production. Oh, you were. You didn't know that. I didn't but know that. No, I keep. I, I I'm very professional. You did a little. I know there was a lot of tension. Yeah, it's fun, but. <laughs> But the thing about it is on that show, there we are, on that show, oh, we're showing the different. poster. He's got a haircut. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, look, a- way more closeted as well. And like a well. cardigan. Yes. And- Pre- <laughs> it was pre-mullet. He lost the mullet and gained, uh, he wearing like two shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. It felt like a lot. But <laughs> here's yeah. the thing. I, I, I didn't know you before this. And I'll tell you one of the fights that we had even behind the scenes with the, so we were doing pranks. It's a game show where people come on, you can go download it on YouTube. Uh, They're in a restaurant and say a couple walks into a restaurant, we would, one of the producers would go and get somebody from the, can you come with us for a second? And they'd come with us backstage and we'd go and then they'd meet Theo. And we would say, you're on a game show if you want to be. If you want to be, and you can win five hundred dollars, and all you have to do is wear this earpiece, go back out and sit with your boss, your girlfriend, your cousin, your, your cousin, whoever you're with at lunch, friend. They can't know you're on a game show, and whatever Theo tells you to do, you got to do. Gotta do. Yeah. And then, and then, if you can't, then you can raise your hand and go, "I can't deal with it," and then you don't get the money. So that was it. What I started to notice is between the gags and between the things. I started listening to him we were always on headset it was the funniest fucking shit that was not being performed that was not on the show and i kept going guys we could do a whole segment of just letting him talk i remember the first time we had a conversation you were talking to somebody about being a kid and playing gay chicken oh yeah
3: you know when i was young we used to play this game called gay chicken they called it uh i didn't name the game but i was you know i've I, the game existed, and then I, I and then I existed. Um, was it your uncle? But, was it a neighbor? Well, the game was you, you and a buddy. You'd grab each other's wiener, right? Penis, they called it in those days. Some of you guys call it penis, but yeah, uh, yeah you grab it, and the first person to get an erection lost the game, right? <laughs>
0: So it's like it's arm wrestling for six It's
2: the stupidest fucking game. No, it's not.
0: No, is it simple. I mean, it is. Did you win? Is, did you ever win, or did you lose? Huh? Did you lose a lot, or did you win a lot? Oh, I did real well one season. <laughs> uh, what is the gay chicken season?
3: What does that go from? It's it, more of a win. It's more. I would say it's an autumn game. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would say it's kind of. Oh, that's run, so, <laughs> I think. I, I can see it now. The, all the leaves changing colors, <laughs> and just the two of you. What, do you play with neighbors or the teams? No, or? you just got. I mean, we only had about seven guys that played in our little bracket or whatever. But they had. You know um, what's weird? You know what's interesting? You have seven guys in your bracket, yet it's a two-man game. <laughs> yeah. And so there's an odd number. Oh yeah. Does it have
1: to be two man? Can't you like do it in a circle?
0: Oh come on, lady.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's y'all are messed up. Y'all are that's that's, that's (laughs) called kike. What's that called? Uh, uh, Cucking.
2: Yeah, that's That's I
3: think. Yeah,
0: no, that's uh, boo cocking. Boo cocky. I'm not doing that. No, circle (laughs) jerking. That's gay. Circle jerking. Oh look, look. (laughs) Caroline. Caroline is the one. Okay, that's it. Caroline knows circle jerking. And the other thing that uh, (laughs) that (laughs) I remember you. you turned it into an act, and it's one of my favorite specials of yours on <laughs> on uh, Netflix. Thanks, uh, but way. it was your real life. Is you, nobody knows more about hamsters? <laughs> so, I've never heard Lou laugh he this much. Really
2: because me. somebody who knows so much about hamsters? That's not a joke, Lou. No, he. I'm did. impressed. He does. It's a, a laugh of, of
0: being impressed. How Louis, how did the you has hamster into look
3: to him, too. Yeah.
0: The, <laughs> how did you get into the hamster business?
3: Um, well, I didn't necessarily. It wasn't a business of mine, but it was something that I came into. They had a guy near us. Well, first of all, they had a man who uh, sold hamsters. They had another man who did tattoo work in the area. And at one point, they <laughs> t- would tattoo these hamsters or gerbils. Or, gerbils? Uh, Isn't it Gerbils?
2: The gerbils, the gerbils? Was... <laughs> i think
3: gerbils french if you are if it's french I, I we were doing it by the roman catholic version okay so yeah they would put a tattoo they would they would dehair them put a ta- put a branding on the side oh, of them sure. and we used to sell them outside of concerts ace outside of acdc oh wait
0: you were branding i don't like i didn't that. brand them no but you they shave them and then what was the what did the tattoo say or they would dip them in something that would dehair them <laughs> like a de-hair and sauce <laughs> oh my gosh
1: <laughs> that's horrible is it horrible sauce. is it horrible
0: it's a beautiful animal
1: no without enough. the
0: hair with a the, uh, b- what colors did they make them
3: uh the tattoos were based I remember one being kind of like an off green <laughs> and i remember one being just kind of a black or purple and
0: what does it say on, the, on it? it would say
3: acdc you know or oh GL. that was the merch oh, for the merch tour. oh yeah it was something you would sell so it was acdc or gl gerald levert we sold him outside of gerald Levert. we sold acdc uh,
0: <laughs> instead of a t-shirt people where you're from would buy a a, a concert Oh, you
3: said people on ecstasy people leaving on drugs maybe you hit them with that freaking ham son
0: that's money dude you tell me on drugs you won't buy a hamster i would thank you okay so and then these are big fans Say you're a big acdc (laughs) fan if they played two years later did people show up with the old hamster from the other they're like the the
3: grandparents of the animal
0: kingdom maybe they're not really you know we're gonna get a call from Peta. you don't do it you don't they don't don't live long no
3: look this was the first thing man i got caught into it it wasn't anything i i I oh you were in the hamster trade well there was a man near us that bred hamsters and, himself uh, or he used other hamsters oh sure he used so this other is like hamster trafficking no you he's can. in
1: the hamster trafficking world
3: no yeah this you is, can't fuck hamsters just, no i mean i can't even I, I i can't fathom how you could i can't even
2: if you hold the hamster by its tail his eyes will fall out really yeah
3: yeah we didn't do any of that we just kind of fed him and took care of him you know and vend him. you're an entrepreneur but, you. You, but i you, wasn't I was a employee, but you said there was a truck. <laughs> there was a tr- you'd fill you fill a truck with hamsters. Oh, dude, we filled probably one time. I think we were going. Uh, I want to say it was three eleven or something. It could have been Modest Mouse or something. One of those bands. We were driving across the lake. We probably had about s- seventy hamsters in the back of a truck. Wow, wow. back there just water bottling them. The would you put them in water bottles. It- no, we would uh, uh, just feeding them. Feed them. Oh, you, fi- you, fi- you bottle-fed- well, You gotta fed. keep them hydrated because the wind is ripping through that truck bed. <laughs> you thought he put them in water Wait, bottles? you bottle-fed uh,
0: tattooed naked <laughs> hamsters.
3: <laughs> not naked.
0: Well, you, you said they were hairless. They're... Hairless. Yeah, they're
3: hairless, man. But well, I you
0: dipped them in something, the hair would fall out, they'd be tattooed, they'd I fill them in a truck, them. and then you bottle-fed them. I didn't dip them, I would bottle-feed them, yeah. <laughs> you guys are making
3: it sound sick, man. But you're right, I'm sorry. Not me, not me. I'm thinking this- <laughs> how
0: much does a tattooed uh, acdc hamster go for at the time three dollars it wasn't the
1: band that it's not the official band merch right like they didn't do did they get a cut
0: of it? it
3: yourself oh it wasn't sanctioned or anything like that no this was uh before i think a lot of the uh naming rights and all that was a big deal you licensing know? licensing
0: uh, was there a hamster stand No, no 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 it was straight out of the truck wow so you'd bottle feed them? And how would one choose one hamster over another? Like, Well, the most of the hamsters now, the
3: uh, I think people mostly dislike it on size, but mostly it is a lot of people, honestly, are on drugs, and you hit them with that ham. Yeah. You, you put it in their hand, mm-hmm. and they can't stand to... They can't say no. You can't, say, you can't no. say no. The other story I have. Uh, you get before that warm get... fur baby in your hand, baby. You Pardon? get that little frickin' get one of the little Frederick Douglases in your hand, baby. You fucking... <laughs> they got that big beard on. What are that the big... profit margins on something like that? Huh? Look, what are your profit margins? Man, I'm telling you guys, y'all keep acting like I was in the upper echelons of it, man. <laughs> I was a child. I was a employee, dude. I was, t- I don't even think I
0: was. How'd you get that job? Like, uh, I, why did they, they said, Theo Vaughn, we need people to sell it. How'd they find you or how'd you find them? My friend Bert did it. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: and he was tra- he's a trustworthy
3: guy. He is. What he is was, he now died, but he's worked through now. Bert's dead? Bert's dead. Okay. Oh, sorry. I think he's dead actually. <laughs> I am uh, honestly not even sure because there was a vague fake Facebook post about him. What, what? What guy. it is?
0: He was in a horrible hamster. It said
3: R.I.P. Burt, but it was right around Halloween. I remember. Uh, so that's sometimes I think I, I should have followed up on it, but that's maybe it was R.E.P. Burt. like he wanted to be rep. Oh, like he wanted to be rep. Like he wanted to be, rep- like, wanted to be a representative. like a Republican. Maybe. It could have been. His grandmother used to be. His <laughs> grandmother was named Ethel, right? And she
0: used to be our babysitter. <clears throat> okay. Oh.
2: That's a sweet story. That's a sweet one. Family.
0: Yeah. Another story I remember that you told and their stories were great. And before I had ever seen your stand-up, and I, if you don't wanna tell this, you don't have to tell it. And if we tell it and you wanna cut it, I'll cut it. But um, you were getting some heat at the beginning of that show and um, you people were calling you from all over and there was a, um, a benefit to raise money. Oh, oh yeah. Can I tell this story? Yeah. Okay. Kirk Douglas. Whew. Kirk Douglas is, for those that don't know in Spartacus young, bro
3: yeah Spartacus oh yeah Spartacus yeah, Spartacus. yeah. Michael Douglas's
0: father well wait wait so but you didn't know that then know you didn't know that then no I didn't know anything about it you didn't know then. anything about it so the it was the uh PR uh union's uh benefit yeah. celebrating Kirk Douglas at the Beverly Hills Hotel mm-hmm. this was you know um a few years ago, about eight nine years ago, and if you know anything about Kirk Douglas besides playing Spartacus and being an Academy Award winning actor and the father of Michael Douglas, he he suffered uh, twenty stroke. years before from a stroke, a horrible stroke, which kind of. But they re- don't tell you that. <laughs> they don't. They don't. don't <laughs> no warning on that. Well, and he couldn't speak. He lost his his ability to uh, speak clearly. Which and- they also don't tell you. It's not even on the card. It's the whole function. and There's right. like. So he gets on his answering machine, Theo Vaughn, somebody saw you on TV and somebody saw you on another show and they say, you'd be perfect for it. You're really funny. You're witty. We would love you to come to the Beverly Hills Hotel and host uh, the uh, Kirk Douglas benefit. Yeah. And uh, Theo doesn't, you know, he's busy. He Um, says yes. Well, he did say yes, but I don't think he heard the word host. Mm -mm. He heard roast. (laughs) Yeah. He heard roast. I, and this was serious and when when this was happening, I was with him. He was legitimately upset. He goes to the hotel, and who are some of the people that are there in the audience? And oh, dang, uh, he said Sally Field
3: was Sally Fields Sally Field was-, was there. And I didn't know if it was Sally Field or Fields. And <laughs> well, he
0: didn't know Kirk Douglas had a stroke. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They just, uh, you know, you think publicist guild, they fucking give you some intel, right? So I had nothing, bro. They sent me out there and I thought I was a roast. So we wrote all these roast jokes. Me and my friend Matt Weiss wrote the roast jokes
0: about Kirk Douglas. Yeah. And... (laughs) (laughs) The man is like 95 years old. He can't speak. Didn't you call attention to that in the roast? How good an actor is he? He can't even... Everything's a vowel. (laughs) Didn't you say that? He doesn't have one fucking consonant. And then you get up to do the roast. Listen to this guy. (laughs) And what happened? We said... uh, We said... uh, What did we say,
3: man? We said... We said, oh, I, his publicist's job must be easy. Um, he's still alive. That's just her announcement every year. We ripped him. He was 90-something years old. I know. you know. And so I thought it was a roast for, how, for uh, how old he was, whatever his name was, Harold Douglas. So I get there, dude, and I'd been out the night before, bro. I wasn't even really doing that great. And so I get over there, wrote all these jokes. The craziest part was one joke, there's one guy that laughs, right? The lights are off in there, right? right? One guy that laughs. And it's a black guy laughing, right? I grew up in a black neighborhood. I know a black guy laugh from a white guy laugh, unless it's
0: Lester Holt. But there was same. a guy in the room that, that was, was, was laughing black. that you were sure was black. And was not right. so Lester there's a, Holt.
3: One laugh goes, it's one laugh, bro. There's a thousand people in there. Right. So mm-hmm. when I finally get a laugh, <laughs> and, you know, I key in on <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And I I'm said... Sure. said And I think the joke had maybe been had a little race, some racial undertone. So the one who laughs is black. And I'm like, at least the brother laughed for me. Right. I said that. Right. So for some reason. They bring the lights up as if we need to see if it's a black eye Oh, my God. <laughs> the only thing that went right in the whole production <laughs> is that at some point when I mentioned that that's a black eye laugh and they bring the fucking lights
0: up. And?
3: And, and it was. Lester hey! Holt. It was
0: Lester Holt. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: The one black guy they invited to the thing found
0: enjoyed it. But didn't, but didn't they come up and stop you? Oh, yeah. They shut me down. <laughs> didn't sally fields come up and stop you and say no, what sally fu-
3: field was good who oh i remember this was the craziest part so it kept going bad you know and nobody was telling me nothing man you know and you're roasting kirk Douglas. oh i'm roasting everybody they had a couple oh this is the worst part they had a couple children from like siam or something that came in with some documentary <laughs> and i roasted those bats. So i just didn't know what was going on <laughs> there was no rehearsal. I didn't even know what the fuck this thing was, Some dude.
2: orphan children.
3: Yeah. <laughs> rusted. there's rusted no thing, man, and everybody's eating out there, eating salmon, bro. And uh <laughs> and the worst part was I went backstage. Robert Downey Jr's back there with um the guy, I want to say Corbin Burnson. Is that a man? yeah That's yes man. it is a man
2: and a white man <laughs>
3: it is yeah and a white man so corbin Burson and how uh and uh robert downey. robert downey jr are standing backstage and this is before iron man this is when he had just i think messed with the hookers or something okay or the okay. men whatever happened i don't know who didn't do man. it
0: i don't know what it was man oh when he got high and then he woke up in somebody else's house yeah, whatever you want to call it, okay. <laughs> gay chicken. We've all got different a version of <laughs> gay chicken.
3: We've all, you, we Robert all, Downey Jr. I don't we all that. tell different elements of the story, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But he was at. Oh, uh, he. Oh wait, he was backstage. Oh wait, maybe Iron Man had just he started doing Iron Man. That's okay, right. All right. Yeah, because I'm thinking years before I'd seen him at a party when I first got to town, and no, and everybody was like, like you know, or people were saying mean stuff about him at the party. Um, but this was at the. Uh, Hotel. The Wilshire Wilshire Motel. So I'm over there. Wilshire Motel. (laughs) Or wherever it was. The Publishers Guild. Beverly Hill. Beverly Hill. Beverly Beverly. (laughs) Wilshire.
2: The motel.
3: (laughs) Whatever it was, dude. I don't know. They fucking made me park far off. (laughs) So the further I park, the more motel it gets. (laughs) So anyway, I'm backstage. He's back there. Oh, this is what happened. He goes, and they knew it was going bad. They knew it was going bad. I mean, you know, it's bad when Iron Man shows up, right?
1: (laughs) 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 To stop everything. (laughs) He's saving.
3: (laughs) And he goes, hey man, in 10 years, nobody will remember this. And and it's crazy because six, five years older, I'd seen him in at a low point in his career, or you know, at the media's low point in his career. Yeah. And so coming from him, it was like here. a nice thing to hear because here he. That's was. a beautiful compliment.
2: <laughs> what year? What did this happen?
3: Ten years ago. No, I think it was so, ten years ago. Yeah, and that's
0: why we're and bringing we're it up And now we're bringing up it up.
3: Memories. He goes ten years from now, nobody will know that this. Nobody will know this happened. Oh wait, fuck, we just screwed ourselves.
0: <laughs> but I think that's a nice compliment when things are going bad and there's somebody back there to just give you like oh him hey, and the man. other guy it was the only two people that, do, that would even talk to me what about the <laughs>
3: black guy from the audience that laugh? yeah he would i think
0: <laughs> but he wanted to get out of there because the lights were up and he was
3: <laughs> yeah who knows what he was going on with that's him i don't worry. know but it was that's one of
2: the funniest but stories thank you Theo, they sharing. set me
0: up man no but he's got real funny stories and then you look at his act and his act is brilliant yeah but you realize exactly. that a seed of his act is comes from the reality and then i got to know the guy And uh, you're just- We had fun. We still have fun. Yeah, thank you. No, I think, thank you. I go and do his podcast. His podcast is like blowing up and- He's, and he's, yeah, he's, your episode he's was awesome. I think we I almost know. got a million people that listened. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. this one, we're going to have, they're saying that there's up to, hundreds of people are going to hear this one. <laughs> 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 we hope, we hope. Fingers crossed. Well, six F- of them were in the studio <laughs> right there, yeah. so. uh, Well, they're here. We don't usually get an audience, but when you show up, people wanted to hear from you. How are you doing, Theo? You doing good? I'm doing pretty good, man. What's going on? I yeah. don't know if you'd want to talk about this, but you just had an experience recently, yeah. which I find fascinating. Yeah, I did
3: to Super Bowl for the first time okay Um,
0: (laughs) were you at the super bowl
1: yeah i saw him he was with everyone you were with like
3: we went to the super bowl it was crazy dude the super bowl you were were with sean
1: mendes right
3: yeah and i didn't know sean mendes i didn't know who he was right he was the guy without a shirt on right the skinny guy without a shirt on i mean he looks like honestly he looks like uh johnny depp and a cypress tree had a child
1: and niall (laughs) horn
3: (laughs) <laughs> the dude is he's a handsome guy for he looks like salvador dolly's son like and i don't know what salvador dolly looks like but it's kind of weird it uh, sounds great. but yeah i didn't know him i didn't know there was a guy nile we, horn uh, you're with
1: Niles three's horn.
3: company or whatever
0: no nile horn is with uh, one direction but
1: I he was there one Sway direction yeah. Swayley, who is it harry Swayley. styles left
3: him.
0: <laughs> harry styles left those guys in yeah. the dirt yeah, yeah. but and, niles
3: is nice man i met him i didn't know him we have a mutual friend oh it was crazy dude i didn't were know were you in a suite yeah my friend Todd Graves is a is a chicken man. He runs. He does a chicken man. Gay chicken man. No, this is straight chicken. Okay. This okay. is by serving. All right. This is right. a portion. Gotcha. Oh, he um, makes chicken. Yeah, he makes chicken.
0: And he got a sweet. It serves chicken.
3: He got a sweet. Yeah, he serves as much chicken as you can. Called Cane's Chicken. Oh, raising I canes.
1: Know, I know raising canes. I don't know it.
3: So and it was nice, man. It was fun. It was a fun game to be at. Oh, it was just the whole thing was fun. My favorite receiver, Michael Thomas, was there, and I got to talk to him about football. Uh, what else was going on? Are you on? a big football fan? Yeah, I like it, but I like the UFC better now because the UFC just kept going during the pandemic, it picked up more that's, fans that's, than anybody. That's fighting, yeah. Oh, you like that as a sport better? Yeah, I like it as a sport better. I think. Do you uh, do you
0: train? Do you do it's less
3: commercial? It? Yeah, yeah, I train.
0: Um, uh, because you're in shape. Do you have you I'm ever a white belt? in ufc and what in what martial art i wouldn't call it martial arts yet. Yeah. i would call it <laughs> <laughs> you know she's a black belt are you really yeah Taekwondo. Oh, wow Taekwondo. that's cool yeah yeah so i wouldn't be able to fight you yet because we had preacher lawson on you know preacher <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so yeah yeah you know just, he had no, his first legitimate ufc fight yeah your friend did a
3: documentary about it yeah. yes caroline yeah caroline did a documentary about it yeah uh, wait, uh wait, do you, you want to compete you want to not compete? against preacher no he's in a real advance i'm still fighting in like an abandoned radio uh, shack like i'm like like I'm in like the ground. But level. It, what is the what is the goal?
0: Do you want to the compete? goal? I wouldn't mind losing a couple fights at some point.
3: Yeah. That's, that's a goal. I feel like if ready. you aim
0: low. I'm sure that yeah. can be arranged. So but I was talking about you did ayahuasca.
3: Yeah, yeah. Went and did this ayahuasca recently. Uh what is that? It is let me think of what it's like. Psychotropic berries.
0: Yep. It's like a uh secret ointment okay no you take it and you have for those that don't know yeah. um it's it's pretty trendy you know in the sense That's that true. it is and a lot of people uh, you, uh, you know i've heard about isn't it isn't that years. what
1: robin quivers did too? she did it too yeah. yes
0: so you take it it's i think it, you you need a, a shaman to mm-hmm. take you through this trip it's like supposed to be it's like this herbal acid trip for your mind and it's supposed to clear your mind. And you take these berries and it's a it's a two day trip. You have to go to a place and they take you through this trip and you usually like throw up and shit yourself. Oh sounds fun. You... Sounds fun. No, is that am I Yeah but you could throw up and shit yourself at uh Astro World and you don't even get
3: anything out of it. <laughs> <laughs> at least this you come out like uh you get a, feeling you know... lighter. Feel <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no but all kidding aside. <laughs> oh it was did amazing, you get something man. out of it? oh yeah i'm going back this weekend i go back in two days to do it again are you not worried that it could go sideways i was sideways so it was like i needed anything that i was what does it do what does it do here's what it's like so you go sit somewhere and they got a man in there that's trustworthy like a lifeguard okay and then uh you sit there and you drink the ointment they got two things of ointment so you drink the different ointments and you just sit there and you're kind of meditating, right? It's just, it's really like a meditation. And you don't do it alone. There's a
0: group of people. How There's many a people? a whole
3: group. How many? And nobody you know. 14 people. I didn't know anybody in there. Right. I didn't know anybody. And honestly, bro, I wouldn't even... Is uh, it legal? It's legal if you are a light... I think if you are a church, it's legal. So there are churches that can there's like that, that church loophole, you know, where you can do it through.
0: A lot of people that I know that did it, they went down to South America or they went to Africa and they did it in like, it was kind of a tribal thing. Oh, I did thing. the shit
3: right off the 101, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not joking, dude. I was 90
3: feet from a Hardys, bro.
0: Wow, that sounds very
3: spiritual. And you could even smell in the morning, you could
0: smell a good food coming in. But You felt so. Better. So wait, 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 let's slow down. So you, the idea behind it, like, why does one do that?
3: Okay, that's a good question. So, the only experience I know is my own, really. So, <clears throat> I guess I was not feeling good. I was having. I'd been on antidepressants for a long time. I 16 am sixteen
0: years. I've been on for even longer. Than have that. you really?
3: Yes. For longer, they didn't yeah. even have them before that. Antidepressants? Yeah. Yes, they have. I'm really? On, I'm on anti-tongue depressants. Well, no, you you're on an
1: anti-anxiety.
2: No, and control. an antidepressant. It's an, So they give me a tongue depressant. But let's oh, be serious for a minute. Let's, <clears throat> let's
3: be I serious. didn't
0: know they had them before. I, I thought they've only had them for like 14, 15 years. Antib- well, anti-anxiety, but I suffer from depression, anxiety, and other things. So you were on, and uh, you, you uh, all your life, have you d- dealt with depression? <clears throat> yeah, I
3: think so. Well, I think when I first started having a lot of feelings, I didn't, you know, I was in college and... Um, I got scared. I think I didn't know what it was like to have a lot of feelings. I just had never had a lot of feelings growing up. And so I got out of a relationship in college, and I was just, I mean, it just, like, I felt like I died or something. Wow. So I remember that's going. Normal. That's right, normal. Right, and it might be. It okay. might be. But okay. I think I didn't, I wasn't used to having any feelings really okay. about much. Gotcha. And I hadn't had a lot of strong relationships in my life with men or women. Your, your upbringing. Were you ra-
0: you raised by a single
3: mom? Yeah, raised by a single mom, but not really emotionally available. Just like a, um, like, you know, uh, didn't hug us. Just no, like, uh, not a connection. Right. So I think anyway. Anyway, when that relationship fell apart, that's when I, I it sent me like kind of spinning. So I went to a doctor, got on antidepressants. So I've been on them since then. So a lot of my life, I think I've had trouble sometimes, like people like, how do you feel about this? <clears throat> and sometimes I don't know how I feel because I think I can't access my feelings. Is that, so, so I'll, I'll just stop you right there. Is that, because I'm on, uh, isn't that a, is that a negative? That's a good question. That's, uh, th- and that's where I've come to now is wondering if it's a negative or not.
0: You know, yeah. I get through each and every day, the way I get through, because uh, it gets, uh, I hate to be so heavy for a second, but I get through with distraction. I need to be distra- I don't want to feel anything. Right. I love being numb. I love not being scared. I love cuz that's where I go. I love not being depressed. I love and you know there's a price to pay because I also don't get that excited either. So you know there's I'm, I'm just in this flat line, but I'm having an okay time. It's like right. a nice drive through life in a breezy uh, convertible. Yeah. You know, so why do you want to be in touch with your feelings? You know, it's a good thing. So I didn't know, I thought I was
3: missing. So I was having trouble answering like, a girl one time was like, well, do you care about me or not? I couldn't, I just couldn't, I was having trouble knowing if I
0: cared. I'll tell you something. Can I just answer you yeah. right now? And I'm not a psychiatrist. Yeah. If you have trouble answering whether you care about it or not, you don't care. Right. And the point is that when those things come up, when you really care about somebody and you feel, and I'm somebody who's numb anyhow, but the things that are real, and the things that really matter, yeah, you will know. know. I promise you. So you haven't, and it's really hard, especially in our business, it's really hard to meet some, like I get wanting to have a, a companion, to have company, to seek out other things, but why does that bother you? Because you couldn't answer that. Well, I think if I'd have had somebody tell, like, you know,
3: communicate with me like this, like telling me this kind of stuff, then I would have had more of a idea of how to manage that type of situation,
0: but there's no management. Stop managing,
3: just right? But I never had anybody tell me that.
0: You know, life is is I I live by the the adage of Nike, and that's just do it, right? You know, and and just do it as long as nobody, including yourself, as long as nobody gets hurt. But if you sit there, somebody who is, uh, you know, I have uh, diagnosed OCD, and that's obsessive oh, compulsive yeah. disorder. No, but the but I obsess. You seem like it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not judgment, but you know it. it. No, but what happens is like you have no idea that every night how dark even last night, how dark it is, and I don't mean without the sun. I just mean because this is kinda easy for me because I'm doing something now. Right. I'm amongst people and this is the distraction from the own my own like emptiness, fear, um, inability to express what that is. And all that stuff, and I'm just saying, go." and I'm also if I'm telling you this, and maybe people will hit me up for it. I'm afraid of you know you're you're searching so hard and I know you're gonna do it this weekend and you'll do it regardless of what I say, but I'm also afraid of chemically altering your mind and maybe getting whipped into uh, something that you know your mind, I believe that we are animals, chemical beings, yeah, and if you change that chemistry, you could fuck yourself up for good, yeah. Life is. There's th- just a bunch of shit, right? And it's how do you cope with that shit, right? And you don't need and us as human beings have to figure out how. You know, I don't mean life is shit. L- life is great, yeah. But I mean, a lot of shit happens, yeah. And it's always that shitty stuff. You know, so I, I've told this story many times before, but it's like um, we were flying. You know, I, I sometimes fly privately when oh yeah i, when I, I, I know y'all that. rich bro <laughs> i don't like even have a story did, i just want to say that out loud this <laughs> is just a, i'm flexing please <laughs> no but somebody y'all once rich man somebody once said you have the best pilot And I said, well, what does that even mean? You know, I'm in a million planes a day. What do you mean you have the best pilot? He goes, your pilot is just amazing. I go, well, what makes, I've been on a million flights. This flight feels exactly the same as every other flight. How do you know you have a great pilot? He goes, you don't want to know you have a great pilot. And I go, why is that? He goes, because pilots get, Um, tested and on their, you know, they have to have instrument testing, I think every six months or every year on whatever they're flying. And the way they do it to re-up their license is they put them into a simulator, into a flight simulator. Oh, damn. Well, why does it bother you? You put them in a flight simulator. (laughs) I just feel
3: bad for them, I guess. Right.
0: Uh, And what they do in the test is they give them extreme turbulence. They give them a flame out. Mm -hmm. They put them into a dive. They give them wind shear. And those are the tests. And the people that are the most comfortable and can navigate themselves through the trouble Mm -hmm. are the best pilots. You and I could probably figure out if somebody said, flip this switch and do this switch, and we can let a plane fly and nobody sitting behind us would know any difference. The, the, The skilled pilot knows how to handle the issues. The person who has life skills is the person that handles the issues. Everything is an issue it really is whether you're hot whether somebody's dissing you whether you feel uncomfortable in a room how are you dealing with these issues but look what look what your issues have created in your lives look
2: at theo's life look at your life. but if
0: you really look at theo's life from the outside theo you, you 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 have you've recognized where you came from you are a very smart uh guy who has kind of been able to um Take whatever tools you have. You're, if by all intents and purposes, people would say you're successful. And I don't know how you feel about yourself. Success for me was just finding this business, Mm -hmm. not about notoriety, not about money, not about anything. Finding one or two good friends in life that there are people that are around you that you can trust. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be able to articulate how you feel about them. Mm. And I think that we are bombarded too much from the outside of, Looking for something that we, our interpretation of things we've heard. Mm. Grass is
2: always greener.
0: But it's I not guess. that. I'm talking about his specific thing. When a girl says to you, "How do you feel?" and you've been going out with her for three months, and you can't come to that, you can't say it, and you don't even know. Yeah, that's you just can't say it, and you don't know, and that's not an issue.
3: <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, I think sometimes I probably think my brain starts thinking more things are issues than are overthinking issues. things. Yeah. But I think I had to overthink things because I had to take care of everything so at a certain point it was a positive and then at a certain point it becomes not that what do you fun. mean you have to take care of everything Just when you're young you know if you're you know you're taking care of yourself, you're making sure a lot of your like um you know you're figuring things out a lot for yourself like we were expected to be adults real young you know so it was like you know we just took care of most things so and especially emotionally I was
0: taking care of things for myself it was like, you know, you create this, you know, but we create our world creates, you know, it's very funny. I, I, I went, saw, you know, we were supposed to in this generation, you're a lot younger than me, but in this generation, we were supposed to go to school, get an education and go get a job. And right. based on your job, based on the job, which is probably something you can't stand doing, but it's paying the rent. You have to dress a certain way and you have to act a certain way. Oh, like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But I'm saying you're Shownies. supposed to take. Pardon
3: me? being shown he's been like an assistant manager yeah exactly yes that's exactly what i'm talking about
0: <laughs> i love no. I
3: mean i used to love it as much a lot of them have shut down yeah right sad bad management pretty sad i
0: don't know what happened bad management is it i think so <laughs> anyway that the, the <laughs> yeah. my point is that you your way of living your life I think one day, and I hope you do, you'll come to realize that it's the better way to live. You're not, you know, wherever you came from and selling those hamsters, nobody would have said, you know, I can go just, say shit that's on my mind that's crazy and And people are going to pay me money and i can own a home and i can have employees and people hundreds and thousands of people will come and see me and i'll be on tv if you would have given that any thought that's bullshit how can that even happen right the point is because you didn't think about it you just did it Uh. the things we think about we fuck it up and that's what even the pilot who is sitting there in the in the uh simulator he can't think. His windshield, just automatically, this is what he does. This is what he does, and he straightens out the plane. Yeah. And I think that as human beings, we don't rely enough on our instinctual power. Mm. And the instinct is whatever is happening, we're We're an amazing being, you know? And that's why most people in life at a certain point go shoulda, coulda, woulda. Do you regret anything? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I regret probably not
3: getting more information about that kenny rogers thing or yeah. whatever that deal was michael land uh ch- uh, uh kenny rogers no Kirk douglas not kenny rogers dude. <laughs> kirk, kirk douglas kirk douglas. Kirk kirk Doug- douglas. Kirk douglas. you're right yeah. <laughs> i do regret
0: that that was hard what else do i regret no 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 but, but let me podcast? just
1: say, <laughs> being on this podcast but let me
0: just say something <laughs> the kirk douglas thing yeah gave you it's an hilarious. experience that is a, I think a classic mean, story I took a bunch of pills and
3: almost fucking and it hurt my neck trying to do a neck balance with my neighbor that night and <laughs> what I laid did, what on the floor do? for three days uh, high on pills because I
0: you was so u- upset about it. Well, well it it's how crazy. you handled it's how you handled the shit. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be able to handle the shit. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get embarrassed. And You're you gonna be learned a lot from it. You know, I don't know. Easier said
1: I mean. than done. Though. No, you know. I
0: don't do it. I lie in bed almost in tears every night. I'm being honest wow. with you you know and it's really hard i like it when it's light i like that you guys are here and we're talking about it yeah. i just want you to know that uh, uh, we're always here for you thank you and you know I, I called you and i left you a message the other day yeah, very but sweet be, of you. be, i i don't know that somebody's telling you it's just be careful yeah i'm 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 always concerned about you're yeah. not concerned about where this can no. send you no i'm not
3: and i appreciate your concern man your concern for me has always come from a, a really warm place and uh uh, My I ass. appreciate that. My well, ass. I mean, no, yeah. it's really warm there. It's had a unique scent. So <laughs> um no, about this I'm not. I kind of like it's like I feel like I like sometimes kind of like spelunking inside of like your feelings and see what goes on and what happens
0: and stuff. So what tell me what it was like. You did it once. I want you to. I did start. it. You sit there, you meditate.
3: Um because one of my biggest things now is I'm having trouble getting into relationships and being like, I'm just having trouble in that space. I'm having a lot of trouble with it. So, But do you I'm, think it's your trouble or do you think that's just the people that are around? I think it could be maybe a mix, but I think some of it goes back to some of my own uh, self-worth issues and things like that. So while I happen to be off of the the antidepressants, because you have to be off of them to do the ayahuasca, Right. So I decided I was getting off because I wasn't feeling good and I'm just taking this medicine all the time. And so I was like, maybe this medicine is making me feel bad. How do you feel right now when you're not on it and you're not on ayahuasca? Right now I feel okay. I've been doing uh, microdose and psilocybin. So that's a new thing that people are doing. Um,
2: That's acid? No,
3: mushroom. No, it's a mushroom. yeah. And I'm doing like uh, working with some 12 step programs and doing different things
0: each day to give me like kind of like
3: a good baseline. Right, so that feels. Good.
0: And do you not feel like this is like even though these twelve step programs and that I'm and and uh, psilocybin, don't you find that it also can be interpreted as distraction? That's a good. That's a
3: good term. I mean, I think it could. The twelve step thing, I need just because I need something more important than myself. I need a God. I need yes. a higher power. I need something that that takes the pressure off of me, gives me like a friend, gives a, me a confidant, a real friend, like an in, invisible friend um but so anyway so, uh, so this is kind of it. all over the place so the ayahuasca you sit there you're meditating so it's not like you're getting fucked up like people aren't like you know uh trying to f- do sex or nothing like that or anything it's like um you well, start me meditating you're yeah. you start meditating all right you're just sitting there and like one of your thoughts will, and they're playing music and it's beautiful music man best music you ever heard bro like Hearts, everything oh just like damn uh beethoven I mean, just like somebody fucking uh, it—it's like somebody put a harp up Beethoven's ass, and Roy <laughs> Orbison put his hand up there and started doing something. Okay, right? looking like, for something. It's, it's like beautiful. a, a harp and he's and not a even fart. playing it; he's just looking for something. Sounds but he's playing angelic. Because okay. if you're looking for something inside of somebody's stomach, and there's a harp in there, you're gonna play it. Right, right.
0: I get that. But I'll gonna...
3: tell you this: so I'm sitting there, you start meditating, <laughs> and one of your thoughts just kind of goes off, and it starts to be like your heart gets a brain, your heart gets a brain. And so suddenly all these things in your life that have had feelings for you or that you've had feelings about or even people that have had feelings for you, they start to, it starts to really like expand and your heart starts to remind you of certain things in your life that were really important to you, uh, things that um, you kind of miss or really value. Um, some, it reminded me of a couple of like, uh, um, rep, not reparations, ap- apologizes I need to make apologies, apologies, apologies I needed to make. Um, and also thoughts come up from when you were, that you had when you were a kid, like real thoughts you had as a child come up Right, that you never knew you had. Right. And some of them are so, some of them make you laugh. Uh, Because it's just so you, some of the thoughts are so you that it could, and it's not like I'm fucked up. It's like, I'm just feeling it's like, and why does...
1: It sounds like what months of therapy tries to accomplish all in like one day, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy for a long time. I don't... I, I never could have gotten to some of these things. Um, and getting to some of these things, like remembering something right, that happened it, in your childhood. It, I don't know. And, and that's the part I get to kind of too. Like, I think I want to do it again and then I may if... I I've had friends that have done ayahuasca five or six times, and they don't have to take antidepressants anymore.
2: But there must be a point of diminishing returns where you're overdoing it. Oh, I'm sure, bro.
3: Yeah. Where you're just driving Uber and fucking hiding behind a bunch of, like, uh, you know, potted plants and shit in there. Yeah.
1: I know that you, you're all about, like, why bring up stuff that...
0: I'm distracting. Yeah, you're all
1: about distracting, and he doesn't want to dig deep and bring stuff up and bring stuff to the surface or think about it. So...
0: It happened in me. So what do you do? That doing? doesn't
1: mean that that's his journey. Just because that's how you feel. Because my
0: problem
3: is, I'm having trouble moving. This is why for me, I'm having trouble moving forward. And my my life's awesome.
0: Like I'll get to. I mean, I've lived. But uh, why do you want to move forward? Here's my here's my question to you. I uh, I believe no. It's a I can't reading?
3: fall in. I, I'm having trouble getting into like a relationship that I can. I, I just I'm having trouble doing it. Do I've you need trying. one now? I would like one. Why you no? Know? Why? Just because, nice to have. yeah, I get tired sometimes of not having one. You know, I get tired sometimes of not of, but not even not having one, not being able to do it. Well, you, you're thinking
2: there's something you need to do. All you have to do is relate to the other individual. Right? If
3: I, you're I, open I to, look, it. I've been trying, I've been, I, I, and I'm just trying. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared of the medicine. I'm not. This guy is like. This, this 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 place is safe. I'm not scared of that. I'm not scared of changing my brain chemistry. If anything, I think it could change it for the better. Um, and I like it. I like okay. I like I I don't like some company that's making a medicine. There's something about that shit that makes no me mad. no. I, mm. I I get
0: I get it, and I get like, and that's the thought. Maybe I don't want to have to take the medication. Maybe I just want to be able to live naturally and be right. content. That being said, I also think that social media and uh, our world and communication puts so much pressure on us to say like, you're supposed to go to school, get a good job, get married and have a kid. Well, that's not for everybody. Right. And you're supposed to, if you're lonely, then you couldn't meet somebody and be around somebody. Why does it have to be? an engagement for uh, an extended length of time. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the things that you're articulating, and obviously this is just a a bullshit podcast, so we're not going deep, but I'm just saying that we as human beings put more pressure on ourselves than the world puts on us. And sometimes if you go, fuck it, you know, and if I'm lonely in the moment, you have friends that you can call, you have people, you know, you can go get, but what I'm saying is, it seems like you're putting a lot of weight on your own shoulders
3: yeah and i I agree with you i always have and so but that's one of the things also i can ask in this thing you get to ask this medicine questions bro and it gives you real answers and look dude give me an example that sounds pretty okay so i was asking i was at uh i I'd been thinking before I went into this, I was trying to choose between two different comedians to come on the road with me, and, and I'd forgotten about that. I'd forgotten that I, I wasn't thinking about it every moment of the day, but I've been thinking about it every couple of days. And then I was sitting there on the ayahuasca, and the ayahuasca just gave me this reminder of this one comedian. They're like, it showed me something he does during, one of the, during the comedy shows, and it's like, hey, remember, he does this. And it just was like, oh, here's your answer, kind of, right? That's a very small example. Right. But right then I was like, oh, that's my answer. Right. So
2: you're what you're trying to do is not hurt one of the people. So you're justifying who you're choosing,
3: right? But it, it just gave me that answer because I've been pining over it for a damn week. So it just gave me that answer, and immediately my brain was like, "That's the right answer." But it gives, but the stuff it does is big, man. It's like um, I just have, you know, I just want to get to know myself better. I just it's funny because I'm having a hard re- time answering this question.
0: No, I get it, but here's I don't get it, it because I don't want to know myself. I don't like the voices in my head. I don't right. like the questions I have. I don't want to hear the answers. We're coming at probably like the you. same. I know you do, Lou. I, <laughs> I, I, I think we're coming at. I think you and I are very similar, and we have similar problems. You're and and I'm not right, and you're not wrong. We're coming at it for yeah. whatever works for us.
3: And but I think your way. I recently also this past week I was thinking, you know does some of this matter, right? Like, does it matter learning about this stuff and figuring out these things? I think for me, some of it does. I don't think I want to spend the rest of my life searching for it. I may want to get back on on medicines and just be, you know, kind of put the the top on some of it and see if I can move (laughs) forward. It's definitely shown me a lot of things in the past, even just through the one experience that I didn't – that I wasn't able to get some clarity on. It really did, it gave me just some- uh, Fantastic, I wish nothing but success some real for you. Good, It gave
0: me some good, really good information. You're not asking me, but I'm gonna tell you that my, and this is really hard, but you know, I read this book called The Power of Now. Have you ever read that? Um, I probably haven't read it. No, okay.
1: <laughs> they have an audio book.
0: They have an audio book. They do? <laughs> yeah. And it, that's that's something that I live by, because here's the thing, our memories and things that happened in the past, uh, You know, if somebody else was there, they Mm -hmm. would see it totally different than you. Your perspective is your memory. So it's not real. Your memory is not real. It's as real as you want to believe it is. But it's, it's a perspective. Everything is a perspective. Yeah. Right? So that's not real. What you want for you you keep using the term moving forward mm-hmm. but you don't even know what's going to happen right and you don't know what forward means you yeah. know this whole building could collapse right now and this could be the end of forward <laughs> you know right right so if you live in the now that is the only reality that we really have agree so in this particular second in this i'm sitting here with my daughter i'm sitting here with my friends i'm having a really good discussion mm-hmm. i feel really good yeah I in mean, this moment but i had a horrible night yeah but i feel real good right now if i think about what i was thinking about last night i can make myself i can bring myself down right if i worry about what's going to happen in the future cuz bad shit is going to happen in the in the future to everyone you know we're all as my therapist always says we aren't we aren't getting out alive right you know everybody we know and ourselves are going to get sick and die all we have right now is now yeah so i'm all I want to do is try to balance in this moment. I think that ayahuasca can make it so you
3: don't have those things that you don't have the nighttime stuff. I, I I believe that it can do that. Okay, I'll join you this week <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I really do, man. I re- it's like going to God's garage, bro. This is shit it, is like, is dude. Is it this- a
2: worthy pursuit? Your question is: Is this a worthy use of your time? As complex human beings, yeah, we're, we're you know, know working on ourselves, right. But,
3: yeah, I, I, but yeah. there is a
2: point where you say, you know what? I've I've explored this enough, right? And then you want to go after re- real things.
0: Well, you but real is is different to what you think is real. I may not think is real. What you think is, you know. I, as somebody i'm the oldest guy in the room i'm 66 years old you're old i am really i'm really old, I'm really old. You yeah, look great. i'll be i'll be 67. he's this not, year. not even he old enough been... to be my dad so no, no but, he's not he that does, that does look good for his no i don't i'm wearing, i wear make- makeup on this podcast but the, <laughs> but the thing is not makeup i have a like a, just some. spanks is what he's saying that's what i'm saying so but what i'm saying is i've if anything, life has given me a perspective with things that were really bothering me and I was really concerned about it. as I get a distance from it, I go, where the fuck did I waste my time mm-hmm. doing that and when I had my health and when I had my youth and when I had this, I was so worried about this, I wish it, mm-hmm. so I just hope, you know, life is precious, every yeah. moment is precious and to hear that, and we all are that, that there's so any struggle. So you
2: certain things that you spend all your time worrying about? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. You okay. know, oh, we used yeah. to talk
0: about it in the way of comedy. Yeah. In the way of comedy you, you know, you used to get so nervous to do one set at the comedy right. store mm-hmm. what does one set at I the know. comedy store mean I know. you know you think this is the end all you know who's at mitzi's in the room Whoa. the guy from the tonight shows in the room i and then you get the sweats and you fuck up and why did you fuck up it didn't really matter because i noticed that the best things that happened in my career were things that i wasn't even planning on yeah i didn't want to do deal or no deal it's the most success i've ever had in my career i yeah. didn't want to be a game show host well, also it's like TSA. Control. They make you open
3: all that luggage or whatever. Whether that thing, it was yeah. like the original TSA. I feel like. Right. We have to cases. open the briefcases <laughs> or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were the original TSA. A
3: lot hotter though, dude. I'll tell you, yeah, that, dude. They uh, got some. Fuck that
0: was just TNA there was no <laughs> <laughs> they got some scare came, bears doing You changed it now.
3: The, the whole model of that's not show. the point we were talking about i'm just telling you no you i did. just think like for me it's like i just feel like uh i totally hear what you're saying i don't know if this is like some life journey i want to spend on i wish i didn't like sometimes live in the past sometimes in my brain so much i think sometimes i i didn't get to have a childhood that i wished i'd had and so i str- you know like there's a lot of that kind of shit sometimes mm-hmm. so i do live in
0: the past in a weird but way but it happened agree. it happened you can't change it you can't do anything about it all you have is now right and it's but your perception of what that
3: doesn't always telling someone that doesn't always so. turn it doesn't for everybody for some people they're very pragmatic and it's very different for me i'm more of a you know, I'm the, I am I like to go down the river of things. I'm more of like, uh, you know, I like to lament kind of in a way. There's some romance in it for me, I think. Cause it's yours. Your, That's it, amazing. It, you know, it, hearing you right. talk
0: like this, you're actually brilliant and articulate. And I think opening up and being like this for our audience just says volumes about who you are. And the fact that we get to see, and this is the, the Theo that I know and love, where you are brilliantly funny and have this obtuse sense of humor and uh, where you're able to take you know truths and and expand upon those truths, but also be a real human being that is so worthy. And I can't thank you enough for being here today. That's- is there something you want to uh, plug? Can we plug? You're going on the road. I saw you have a tour. Oh wait, yeah, we got yeah. some shows this week in Chicago. And well, I don't know that this it's the, this week. Uh, this February, will air in a couple next of
3: Thursday, next th- Friday and Saturday. Just go
0: to just go to uh, TheoVan.com/slash/tour. T O U R. And, and you'll find out which opening act he chose. The yeah. And you'll know how that person that goes on before him got chosen. <laughs> Not because they were the best. Ayahuasca
3: told him. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and that way
0: you could say, if that guy fucks up, you no. can go, Actually, <laughs> <say> ayahuasca, man.
3: <laughs> Actually, here's the crazy part. The ayahuasca told me to pick the other dude, oh. man. Oh, what? Mis- <laughs> yeah.
0: After all that. I know. It really—it opens crazy, up. It gives me answers. I get the answers, and then I go, "Fuck those answers." I'm doing what I want. You're um, a champ,
2: man. You're a champ.
3: You really but are. Yeah, I like—I like being in the—I like just being in it, man. And I like—I uh, appreciate your your thought and your concern. I know your uh your information comes from a place of concern, yeah, and just general, you know, wanting me to do well and be well. Um, And yeah i mean this is really uh, i've been feeling good so i'm I'm definitely
0: excited about Well, stay i wish you the best this weekend yeah and uh y'all got
3: jeff dunham coming in
0: yeah yeah Yeah. Now. yes yes, we do (laughs) yeah how did you know huh how'd you know ayahuasca yeah (laughs) (laughs) and ladies and gentlemen uh subscribe comment buy the merch go see theo
1: go to his podcast that's it jack
3: didn't even get the talk
1: I know he does what he does I am not question